Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of Jesus the Sure Foundation podcast. My name, again, is Russell Alley, and I'm very grateful for everyone that is listening today, and thank you so much for joining us. And my guest today, his name is Tony Nayeta. When I tell you this, you're you're probably not going to believe this, but uh, this is my brother. I'm so very grateful to have him on grateful that uh, he's willing to come on and share his testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, you may be asking this person with the last name Nayeta be related to me, and how can he be my brother? Well, he's actually my cousin. He actually grew up in my family's home. My mother had legal custody of him and his younger sister throughout their lives, basically from when they were really young. And they grew up in my home. And uh, so we both consider each other brothers for reals. And even though we have different mothers, so we're brothers from different mothers. uh, We love each other like, you know, real family. And so um, I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful for what he's taught me in my life and his testimony of Jesus Christ and of the gospel have been an example to me. So I'm going to go ahead and turn the time over to him and let him go ahead and share his testimony with uh, with you guys. And so, Tony, uh, thank you very much for being on, and uh, I'll let you go ahead and take over. Hey, grateful to be here, bro. Like, uh, this is it's been amazing to grow up with such an also a great example like you are. And, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Our, our our family life was a little hectic and a little always wondering what was it all about, especially if, like the the bishop in any ward we would be living in, uh, the bishop or the home teachers would see like three three names to our household of Wyman, uh, Nyapa, and the Alleys. So it was it was always funny and 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 whatever wherever we uh, moved wherever neighborhood we, we were living in, um, with all those names in one household. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, we are brothers from another mother, the same, same family. Our, our, both our moms are sisters. So yeah. So growing up, I, uh, I definitely, um, had the gospel in our, in our lives, uh, in our household, uh, Russell's mom, my aunt, uh, became my mother, and so she definitely uh, taught us um, the gospel and took us to church every Sunday. And if you didn't go to church, uh, you'll stay home and do chores. And so I'd rather go and be bored at church than uh, stay home and work and slave away at, at, at house chores. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, we did have uh, Book of Mormon studies all the time at night. Again, like as a kid, you know, you, you would fall asleep and then just kind of wake up when it's your turn to read. <laughs> but it was it was a blessing to have the have the gospel continually, constantly in our lives growing up, and it, it definitely gives you foundation to turn back to. Or definitely, as a kid, you you know you realize you rely on your your parents. Uh, testimonies growing up and then eventually you just gotta figure out figure it all out yourself so in my journey and my uh, finding out the gospel and how it's been 
a blessing in my life and how it's uh, how I became how it's become true to me is the story of, of being a teenager and and so with coming coming into this family on my mom's side uh, full of uh, Caucasian white and then my dad him being um, from the island of Tonga it was hard sitting in anywhere where I you know where I was with white people and, and being brown, trying to fit in. But then I go to my dad's family who also lived in Salt Lake. So I'd see my dad probably around like once a month or every other month. And so being around his family, I, I, I couldn't really fit in because of, of being too white. <laughs> so I was brown for the white people, but too white for, too white for the brown people. Um, and so that definitely growing up with that kind of stuff, it's very isolating. And you, you, there was a lot of times in my life that I felt very alone and nobody understood me. And especially being raised by my aunt, uncle and my, you know, Russell being a cousin, but brother relationship felt really, nobody understood what I was going through. And, and that's what's so important about understanding and getting to know our Savior, Jesus Christ, who understands everything. And who better to understand isolation and being different than our Savior who suffered persecution for, for, for going against the grain of, you know, what the Pharisees and Sadducees had in mind of what what's the law. And obviously, you know, Jesus Christ him coming and, and creating the new law. But he had to do it by himself. And and so that's with my experience in life, you know, both my sister and I had to had to go through it. And you know, it's cool that, you know, she understood what I was going through too. So, you know, someone there there to hold my hand through life. But I, I played growing up I played sports and Russell helped me out a lot with uh, learning the games, uh, baseball and soccer. Growing up with, with that, it was awesome. He would take me to games. And so we had a, we had a really cool relationship growing up. And he would, a lot of times he would coach me and be my coach in, in these sporting leagues. And, but again, um, Again, you know, you're 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 on these teams and and you're with these different players, and they all we all have different lives, and and I felt like again alone and isolated of of being my my life was just different, and so now it's the question of like, okay, where's this going? Well, growing up with sports, um, I, at this time I was in. Uh, in junior high, well, my freshman year, my ninth grade year in Salt Lake in junior high, I tried out for the high school team. And at that, you know, I played growing up, I played sports with all the guys or soccer with all the guys that made the team. But I didn't make the team because of my grade. And so my sophomore year, trying out again, and I, and I have the grades at this time, but still didn't make the team and I and so that really put me in a position of 
um, not understanding what my my worth is, right? Not not realizing that like what the heck? <laughs> so I I've grown isolated with you know of a cultural difference and with just being in a, as a as a as a as an individual just being different. And then now I'm being isolated from my team that I grew up with, with them making all of them pretty much making the high school team. And I, I'm like the only one that didn't make it. And so now I'm, I'm again, feeling a lot isolated. Well, um, our mom, who um, is a school teacher, she would uh, teach at this uh, school on the other side of town. And now we're at my junior year in high school. And I kind of actually brought that up to her. I'm like, what if I go to a different high school? And, and she's like, well, you, there's a high school down the street from where I teach. Um, you can get dropped off there and to work. And, uh, and what, what was cool about it is I had cousins on my dad's side that was already going to that school. So I you know, knew people there. So I, I, I switched schools and wanted to play ball with uh, cousins and and just get to know more people and again isolation now i'm putting myself into this this new school and just super feeling again isolated of, of just being a new kid the new kid and it, it, it really took me down a path of loneliness and now I'm willing to make friends with whoever. And so in, in my classes or in the hall, wherever, and a lot of these, these kids that I became friends with were uh, a kid that didn't have a firm foundation of the gospel. And, and a lot of them, I don't even know if they were members of the church. And so I got in, you know, hanging out with them. I got, starting into being um, troubled and uh, starting experimenting with different uh, substances like alcohol and, and marijuana and even pills and just the kind of substituting or, or numbing this, this void uh, that I was going through. And you know, and so that's what a lot of these teens go through, you know, also is, is they, um, they, they, they just, they're just trying to fit in. And a lot of the times you fit in and you find other, other people like you where they don't feel like they fit in. So you, you guys kind of join forces and then, oh, let's try this and then try that. The other things that can help numb the pain of whatever you're feeling, and and so that's anyways that's what I'm going through. So I made a lot of new friends that were probably you know not of the best influences, and I got into partying. I got into this path of of unrighteousness, and um, just like Alma the Younger, you know, going going against the grain of the gospel. And, but I, I, I will say this, I wasn't like Alma the Younger to where so bad I was, you know, going against the church and talking bad about the church. No, nah, it was just, you know, 
doing bad things <laughs> yeah. and, and just being, being of the world. But growing up, like, served the mission, our other brother served the mission. And, and, you know, when I was younger, I was always, you know, wanting to be like them and serve a mission. But then, you know, all of a sudden I got with this, this new influence that didn't believe in serving missions. And um, so I got into a belief of where mission wasn't for me. And, you know, cause I was not doing what the Lord asked of us. And then now I'm at the point where, where I'm, I'm coming home and not being ashamed of, of what I'm doing. And, and eventually my mom or our wrestling them. That's when I, my our mom taught us, and or at least taught me uh, coming home drunk, and and my friends helped me through the door, and then uh, so the next morning she didn't say anything that night. So the next morning she woke me up, and she you know asking for help around the house, and uh, you know having a hard time getting up, and then she just she asked me what did you guys do last night, and, and I just coming up with some random story about, oh, yeah, we're just hanging out. And she's like, well, what happened? You, I saw you and your friends, uh, or your friends helping me to the door. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, we went to this restaurant and I had really bad food poisoning. And so I was not feeling good. And she's like, all right. And she actually left. She was like, you know, had that look on her face that she really didn't believe me. <laughs> so I, I, you know, kind of, gathered myself together and got up and and caught up to her um, helping her around the house and I felt bad that I lied to her and so I did apologize and say, I'm sorry mom, I, I lied to you. You know, I'm gonna me and my friends went to a party and yeah, a little too much to drink and I I've been drinking and I've been just partying without you knowing. And she asked me, you know, you're nineteen right now what are you, what are you planning on doing? And I was like, you know what? I don't know. I, to be honest, I really don't know. I probably just going to go to school and, and try that out, try that out. And she's like, well, what about a mission? And I, you know, I told her, I, go, I don't think the mission's for me. And I don't know if it's, if it's even right for me. If I'm, you know, I don't know if it's what I should be doing. And she sat me down and she's like, you know what? You got a point in your life. This was cool. She didn't. She didn't pressure me into anything. But what she did do is, you know, kind of open my eyes. Like you got a, you got a point in your life where you can choose, you know, to serve a mission. You can choose to go to school. You can choose to go work for somebody else and and start, you know, from the bottom, work your way up, or do something, you know, some productive with your life. And I go, okay, you know, I thought I, I was working for somebody at the time. And so I was, I wasn't good being, you know, a no, like nobody just sitting around the house and being unproductive, but so I was working for somebody. So she's like, what I do challenge you to do is read the Book of Mormon for yourself. And so I did, I did, I, I told her, I'm like, okay, I'll take that. I'll take you seriously on that. And if I do find out if it's true, I will serve a mission. And if I don't, if I read, go through the whole Book of Mormon and without, you know, realizing or it, 
if I'll get any answer, if it's true or not, then yeah, then I'll, I'll have a confirmed answer that, you know, the church isn't true, the Book of Mormon is not true, and I'm not going on a mission, and this is just all, you know, nonsense. And so, yeah, I got all, all the way to, I started reading, and I got all the way to uh, Second Nephi chapter 2, and that's the real chapter that just slapped me inside the head. <laughs> and it just really explained, you know, things to me clearly. Like, obviously, before then, you know, you're, you're prepping yourself of, wow, you know, these are cool stories, and these are, you know, getting to know Lehi, getting to know Nephi, and getting to know, you know, their experiences with God and, and everything else. And so, you know, this, these chapters will, you know, have, by this time, have led up to, me understanding or give me give me a, a little little by little understanding of my testimony and building it and just like the mustard seed you know it I was, I was feeding that seed and it was just not knowing growing little by little inside me and by this time getting to second Nephi chapter two it, it was already enough uh growth that I noticed it. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's when I noticed the growth inside of me of reading the Book of Mormon, of it actually building a testimony inside of me. And that's, what, that's what's crazy about, you know, the Book of Mormon and reading it is, is even if you, if you glimpse at it little by little every day, you will definitely get a, some kind of testimony. And for but for me, I was I was reading at least a chapter a day. And so it wasn't just anything little. I took the challenge of getting to know uh, the Book of Mormon and, and getting a testimony for myself, I took seriously because, you know, everybody in the world is being converted to this gospel just by reading the Book of Mormon. And, and so I wanted to... I didn't take it very lightly at that time because I, I wanted to know if this gospel is true or not. And that, and that, that's why I got my answer to serve a mission because I, after that, I was like, dude, everybody's got to read the Book of Mormon just to get to know, to see it for themselves. If, if, if it's not true, then yeah, they can go on with their lives. But obviously it's true. And obviously it's going to change your life for the better. And so that's why I'm here today is, that's how I gave my testimony. And then, you know, and then I, I turned in my papers for a mission and went on a mission and had great experiences of sharing the gospel with people and, and seeing that they that the gospel can change lives and, and just being a return missionary and having my roots, having my roots deep in the ground with the Book of Mormon and the gospel has, has blessed my life and my family's life tremendously now. So yeah, that's how I gained my testimony. Awesome. <laughs> such a great story for anybody, right? Anybody that's listening, it's such a great story of exactly how you can find out the truth for yourself. And so thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Tony, for, for sharing that. Um, question now that I have for you is, there's several scriptures that talk about Jesus being the rock, right? And being the sure foundation. So what does it mean to you to build on the sure foundation that is Jesus Christ? 
what it means to me, dude, like, you sent me this question, you texted me this question, and, and it, it really, like, took me through digging within myself of what it means to me. And it's, it's just doing the little things every day. And it doesn't have to be big. But, like, reading the scriptures, praying, going to church, I mean, even just, like, Saturday home evening, not even, like, once a day. I'm talking about sharing the gospel with your family every day. A little by little, just little. Don't even have to be, like, our, our family meetings are, like, five minutes, and my kids are, like, jumping all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, I mean, I'm telling you, though, like, just the little things. Like, my daughter today went to go bear her testimony, my nine-year-old daughter. And to see her have the courage and the, and the testimony that, the little testimony that she, you know, bore was, was such an amazing thing to me to witness. It's because, you know, the little things that we do every day count. And our kids are building their testimony along along with it. So what does that mean, doing every little thing? Why, why does that help me, or how does that help me build a firm foundation? Is, is, yeah, you may have your roots deep down in the ground, but if there's nothing new in those roots, then your roots are going to dry up eventually, and then they, they will just, like a, a tree. Imagine a tree not have like being in a desert and being in a drought and not having the water it needs. Yeah, it'll have, it'll have plenty of sunshine, but water, the sun can only do so much, but it needs also water to keep, stay alive. And just like the ingredients that needs to stay alive for a tree, it, it's the same thing goes along with the ingredients that has that our testimony needs to stay alive with, with again, this, the different things that you need to be doing in your daily life, like scripture study, praying, and teaching your family, and bear testimony all the time, like daily, even, whether it's on social media or, or on, on lunch dates with friends or at, at work with coworkers. It's just, it's so important just to open love sharing advice that's the three ingredients yeah to, to build a foundation yeah that's awesome very, very basic stuff right that's exactly what uh i mean that's you know what jesus told us and what jesus taught jesus taught us right is uh just the very basics the gospel is very basic and it's not it's not complicated right we make it complicated but it the gospel itself is not complicated so I love no, we, we we put so much obstacles and boulders in the way of of oh, I'm too busy or on the time. But you can you can definitely make time for the Lord. There are a lot of times where you know you do you definitely do feel that something's missing if you don't read and pray every day, and you, you definitely feel that you're just off and you feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I want to go ahead and maybe end this with you just bearing your simple testimony of Jesus Christ, if you would do that. Yeah. I know. I definitely know Jesus Christ lives. 
he is my savior and redeemer. What that means to me is that I do have hope in all things that I can do all things that can, as in if I have a thought or if I have a business, I have a, a habit or a hobby. I mean, I know I can get it done through him because he is that extra oomph. I don't know what, what, what other word to use, oomph, to get me through it. He can go only so far. And with Jesus Christ gives us that rest of the way that we need uh, to get, get there. And it means so much to me that he definitely provides strength for me every day. To know that he suffered and died for me also gives me hope that um, being an imperfect person that I can repent and progress in this life. Even though I would never be perfect in this life, I do have a sense of, of knowledge that I can at least try my best the next day. If any of you haven't watched The Chosen, that series has increased my faith and built my relationship with Christ even more. That, that series gives Christ a personality. What it did, it gave me an understanding who not only his deity, but also he gave me a little more character of who Christ could have been. And, you know, he was, he was our brother, just like Russell is. He was my brother that I could, you know, call anytime and talk to. He was my brother that could take me to games. He was my brother to hang out with. He was my brother to, to teach me how to play the game. And that's what, that's what, that's what Christ, has my relationship with Christ is that's how he, you know who he who he, who he has become it's not only my brother but my friend that has his own personality and who is who has become real to me um, within the last few years and I bear testimony that he does live he does love you he does know you and he does understand you in the name of Jesus Christ Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it. Um, your testimony is strong. I hope other people will be able to feel of it because I have. I have felt the Spirit, and it has testified to me that what you have shared and what you have uh, said is true, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And I like to end each one of my podcasts by saying that if there is somebody that is listening to this, and maybe your faith is struggling. Maybe you don't even believe in God or Jesus Christ. But if you've heard what Tony has shared, and if you've felt something, anything, a little tiny burning in your heart, or maybe you felt some chills, whatever it is, that's the Spirit speaking to you. And Tony has shared, he shared exactly how you can find out for yourself doing some very, very basic stuff. And if you do that stuff, if you take what Tony shared and you put it to test, you will find out. Just like he found out, you will be able to find out if there is a God, if Jesus Christ lives, you will be able to strengthen and grow your testimony. And so I hope that there's, if there is someone out there listening that is struggling, that you will try these things and do them and find out for yourself. So 
Tony, again, thank you, brother. I love you, man. And thank you so much for for coming on and sharing your testimony. I appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Uh, Everybody else, thank you for listening. I hope you were uplifted as much as I was. And I look forward to having you back as a listener on our next episode. So have a great day. And God bless everyone.